Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Pollins is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to the 13th episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Producer Dan. Yes. How you been, buddy? I wish I wish everybody could see your face. Oh, man. You're well, so happy right now. You want to know why I'm so happy? Because even though we're a little late on getting out the 13th episode, which Lucky 13, oh, yeah, I guess it that's was probably why be. we didn't do that. Now that I realize there was a reason why we didn't do that. It, it, it all works out in the end, doesn't but it? But the real reason <laughs> is because I had a Super Bowl sandwich yeah. that was even better than the, the Detroit sandwich, which yeah. we're going to get to. But before we start- Yeah. I'd like to uh, talk about our sponsor for episode number 13, which is Cruise for Congress's Exploratory Committee. We'll hit on this a little bit later and talk a little bit more, but a friend of mine running for Congress and very excited to uh, share a little bit more about him awesome. and, and our relationship uh, t- towards the end of the show. So, uh, like I said... Lots to talk about this week. <laughs> I can't wait to hear you this. You know, I, I, I don't yeah. know how much actual football analysis we're going to get to because, like I said, this is this was a Super Bowl sandwich. But before we do that, remember last week I said I was going to go to the uh, UCLA basketball uh, game for the first time against uh, Arizona, and you were supposed to come with me. Yeah, I remember that. So I, I do have to share with everybody that I disinvited Dan. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't expect my wife to. I, I I did the courtesy invite to my wife, <laughs> and she said, "Yeah, I'd love to go. <laughs> That'd be great." And so so I got a babysitter. Was I going to say no? I'm sorry. Right. So and I had we had a fantastic time. We actually went with uh, her brother and and, our, and my sister in law. Um, had a fantastic time, but we had fan we had unbelievable seats. But remember, I said we got these VIP wristbands. So there's a bar underneath. Poly Pavilion that you don't get to go to unless you donate enough money to the school. Oh, okay. So we ended up hanging out, watching the whole game practically on the TV in the VIP <laughs> because lounge. Because you were downstairs in the, yeah. yeah. And it turns out we actually smoked Arizona, a, fa- mm-hmm. a, a huge basketball school. And I'm thinking that the UCLA Bruins basketball team should invite me to pretty much every game from now on. Is that right? It was. You're the lucky charm. I, I I don't see any reason why I wasn't. So uh, a shout out to the to the Bruins hoops team for That's a great. for a fantastic fantastic victory, um, and then. You know, I got to tell you, I had a, a almost a, a little bit of a college moment. By the way, I don't know where where did you go to school, Dan? I for, I forget. Uh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah. Up in uh, upstate New York. Up in huh? upstate New York. The Orangeman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? Freezing cold. 
freezing Just like cold. going to school in L.A.? Just like it, yeah, except <laughs> not at all. Syracuse was great. I lived right across from the Carrier Dome for uh, two years. Yeah, I remember and, watching uh, that place thinking that it might fall down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were waiting. It never did. <laughs> Oh, so you remember that. what it was like being in college. So Vaguely, my, my do, point yeah. is, is we had my wife uh, decided to go home early to relieve the babysitter. So I hung out with her brother, uh, you know, and his wife and uh, went to one of the old college bars that I used to, you know, you know, spend some time in back in college. Mm. And I was having flashbacks. It was so, so oh, yeah. interesting and so cool. Had a fantastic time at the old Q's for those of you that are, that are living in the, uh, in the LA area. Wait a minute. Have I been there before? Is it's that the, on Pico? And no, it's on Wilshire, but it's the old billiards club. Uh, it, yeah, it, they call yeah, it a yeah, yeah. Q's for like Q, right, for Q, Q sticks. Right. Yeah. And, and I, although I think I've been there, I just don't know where it although is. Although past pretty much, oh, I don't know, 3 PM. I've never seen anybody play pool. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah. Sometimes there isn't, you know, there's like the guy that's super cool. Yeah. The trying to like yeah. act like he's super cool yeah. and there's people everywhere. But then if I'm you the miss hustler. Yeah, you know, Paul Paul Newman kinda <laughs> right, just showed exactly. up, right? Yeah. But then you watch him if if you watch him for a few shots, you think, oh, okay, pretty good. But then he misses one shot and you think this guy sucks and you right. move on. And like, right. So don't do that unless you're a professional pool player. You know, note to self and note to anyone <laughs> that wants to try and play pool at a crowded bar. But so that was Saturday. So you know, you know me. I like to lay out the timeline. So then Sunday, wake up, and I and I was trying to do a little secretive uh, rendezvous with uh, a closet company that was going to come in and redo my wife's closets for a Valentine's Day present. Except I couldn't get her out of the house. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you have a secret rendezvous in your well, home? Well, I was trying to get her. Oh, why don't you take the kids to the hey. park? She's like, well, where are you going to do? Uh, like, I'm, I'm going to work. Stay I'm going to and... send some emails from the house or <laughs> I'm going to pick up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I couldn't get away with it. So then, But I actually realized it was a better idea because the last thing you want to do is do something like that for your wife and not have it the way that it's supposed to be. You follow me? Mm-hmm. So it actually worked out in my mm-hmm. favor. I got a whole bunch of kudos because it's not going in until Valentine's Day. They're literally putting it in on Valentine's Day. Oh. And she got design, d- d- to design it. Aha. Uh-huh. And it worked out. And that's the way it's supposed to that, be. And I, but I thought it was going to be cool to be a little bit of a surprise. But right. You know, surprise, we're pregnant. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so, um, but- my point of bringing that story up is to slightly humble brag because if you're listening and you didn't get your uh, wife or girlfriend uh, new closets for Valentine's Day, then <laughs> loser. Right. Uh, <laughs> nice. We should start our own organizational franchise. And I listen to him. I hear him on the radio. Holy oh, yeah. shit. I had to take out a loan to pay for this thing. For the closets? Yeah. Have you and watched- I got 50% off. Now, I know you have every <laughs> channel ever. <laughs> Do you watch, uh, have you watched that Maria Kondo show on Netflix? No, not She's yet. She's the little Japanese lady that she makes you throw out all your stuff, but she says, Thank Oh, I you can't wait. She... Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch that. Have She's you... the cutest little thing. Speaking as Netflix, mm-hmm. have you watched the, the Fire Festival documentary yet? Greatest thing I've ever seen. <gasps> Holy cow. <laughs> what a cluster F. Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. I, I felt similar to watching the, um, uh, the R. Kelly documentary. I which, still haven't seen that. So the R. Kelly documentary made your jaw drop the whole time. And, yeah, and though you wanted to take it, turn it off, you couldn't stop watching it because you couldn't believe the things that were, had happened and you believed every everything that everyone was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a similar concept, as you watch the Fire Festival, you think, 
oh my God, this little mini Bernie Madoff <laughs> was, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, that was wow. I. I loved it. it. Was like a. It's like watching a train wreck, right? Absolutely. Like, and I know it sucks. People died, and and the train wreck. But, right, but that still, was awesome to it was watch. A great wreck. <laughs> great wreck. <laughs> oh. Well, and did you hear that the accountant guy or the producer guy, whatever that guy, um, is going to get his own TV show? The guy that's willing to uh, for oh. uh, the water. Oh, he's going to get his own TV show. And the fact that he, I, I, I when I mean, he, he was, started telling that story about how he was, li- was literally prepared to give one of the Bahamian guys, the, the Bahamian customs guys, a blowjob yeah. so yeah. that he could get the water in. Yeah. And he full on. Full uh, on, for, it just was, he yeah, was ready for it. Yeah, if you haven't watched you it, watch I, it. I, that, but trust me, that comment didn't ruin it. Okay? Oh, yeah, no. There's no that, <laughs> but, that, but you'll know what I mean when you watch that part <laughs> because you can't believe he's about to say what he's going to say and he full on says it. Right. <laughs> yeah, you think he's going to be like, I can't. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he, no, no he admit, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, sorry, we got in a little Netflix a little tangent. tangent there. But, but, but that's popular now. Ver- what is? Netflix. Netflix is slightly popular. Apparently. Yes. yes I've heard that. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. It's all, it's all I do all day. By the way, have you seen Netflix. the Apparently Kid on YouTube? No. Some people have. So it's this little kid from Seattle. He He's says, had, he, he made it onto Ellen twice because oh. he became so famous on YouTube. And he talks about he's, he's getting interviewed at a Seattle uh, fair and the local news in this, I mean, he's got to be five or six years old, and he's a little redhead, you know, chubby little, great little look, looking little kid. He's there with his grandparents, and they say, you know, they he takes the microphone. They're asking him how it's going, like how how's your time here at the fair. He grabs the microphone. He goes, well, apparently, my grandpa brought me to the fair because apparently there's some roller coasters that apparently <laughs> I can ride, and apparently my grandpa wants me to take here because sometimes apparently he doesn't get to watch the Powerball. <laughs> He became so famous that he went on Ellen twice. Nice. Anyway, enough All about right. the tangents. No so more tangents. We, Stop it. So back to uh, back to me. <laughs> right. That's what we're here for, Corey. We're here hear, for us. We want to hear about Super Bowl. There's Sunday. no I in team, That's but true. there isn't me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was supposed to go to the Super Bowl early. I, I, th- oh, I think yeah. I might have mentioned that mm-hmm. last week to go to the press, uh, the Tuesday sort of press uh, situation. Yes. And I, I had, we had to cancel, I had to cancel that part of it because, uh, my wife had a work trip. So I, you know, taking one for the team, happy, you know, wife, happy life as, as, as it, uh, most of us know if, if you're married. Um, but I got to give a shout out to the Believe Network, you know, that we're on because we they are. had some things set up fantastic. I was going to get to go on a bunch of radio shows and promote something's brewing. Mm. And word is, is that, Next year is going to be even better. So I'm yeah. still excited about that. All right. So instead of going on Tuesday, um, I, I spoke about this. I ended up going to Phoenix on Thursday, had a work meeting in the morning. Oh, right. For the garbage man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the what, gar- are, what was that again? The waste management open. Yes. The garbage man <laughs> the golf garbage tournament. Man, garbage man <laughs> golf tournament, which, Dan, you are not a fan of sports at all, but if you are a fan of golf, if you're a golf purist, you hate this venue because oh, it's right? the Kentucky Derby at a golf course, okay? a professional <laughs> yeah. tournament. Yeah. But it is literally, you have you know, guys and girls dressing like they're at the Kentucky Derby, but it's at a golf course. It The whole thing lasts for uh, you know literally five plus days. There's opening rounds and, on Tuesday, but the actual tournament lasts Thursday to Sunday. Wow. 
But you know, big shout out to the Thunderbirds who put on the tournament. A uh, great friend of mine that I grew up with. Uh, it, it, it finally became a Thunderbird. And it, and and have you ever heard of the what Thunderbirds? It was a TV show in the 70s with the marionettes <laughs> exactly. or something, right? Yeah. Well, the Thunderbirds are a big deal in, in Phoenix. So the, they're, I'm sure I would they call are. them like the, uh, almost the modern-day Illuminati. Oh, really? <laughs> but, but in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> but they do a fantastic hey. job for philanthropy. They raised $60 million this year. No. So they put on the are tournament. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. So big shout-out to Tally CM for all the help. But uh, if you've never been, for those of you that are listening, that's got to be a bucket list. They put uh, on the 16th hole, they have almost like a gladiator-style arena that covers a par three. And I know you don't know what a par three is, but that means it's a yeah, short – sure. It's a short golf yeah. golf hole. Yeah. They cover the whole thing, 360. Three years ago when I was there, Phil Mickelson hit a beautiful shot, and he's walking down the fairway. Somebody chucked a football from the stands to him. He caught it and chucked it back. What? Yeah, it's like a Happy Gilmore scenario. <laughs> My God. <laughs> but it, but it was so it was so cool. I had a great time. Uh, Ricky Fowler ended up winning it, who I'm a fan of his because I love the way he dresses. And I still can't get over the fact that there's professional golfers that are that weigh 40% less than me or shorter than me and hit the ball 40% longer than me. Mm-hmm. But before we before that he won, I was only there one night. So I rolled from the golf course to this place called the Bird's Nest. Okay. Had a great time at the, at the golf course. Shout out to my carrier reps that I was hanging with. Shout out to the to the folks from Chicago that we were talking to. I think we're going to do a good deal with them down the road. But roll to this place called the Bird's Nest. So it's it basically takes this unbelievable event and a golf course, mm-hmm. professional golfers. And then at night for literally four nights straight, they have huge musical guests and an indoor you know, tented area, and it's it's awesome. Wow! So the night I was there was Michael Ray. So it was a country night. Michael Ray, Lee Bryce, and Jake Owen. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you've never heard of any of them. Well, I know about as much about country music as I do about sports. <laughs> <laughs> and for I've those that are of, listening, I've heard of Garth Brooks. Dan drives a hatchback Mazda. Yes, not very, not not macho. A truck. Okay. Not much. I've never seen them in cowboy boots, nor do I think they make them in his size. No, they don't. <laughs> well, they do. They do for children. For, <laughs> for children. For little cowboys. I was a cowboy when I was five. <laughs> <laughs> so my point of bringing up the the, the concert story is because my boys from the, the Thunderbirds get me backstage. So I'm backstage for the Jake Owen. He's the headliner. Okay. But that's on Thursday night. So Friday night was going to be Snoop Dogg and Chainsmokers. I've tr- oh my! Seen really? Change, yeah, seen both of them multiple times. Had some great Snoop Dogg stories that we'll get to from the past. Mm. But I'm also foreshadowing of the oh. Super Bowl smash. So didn't get to see Snoop Dogg, but be- because it's such a big event, and you know the concert gets out a little bit late, I needed to take a flight to Atlanta at like five thirty in the morning, and the the place we were staying was hev- practically heavily guarded in this condo complex, very difficult to find. So I just told the Uber driver, I said, like, you know, take me to the airport, right? I'll just you know, make sure. I don't want, oh, I can't really? miss. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was completely, I had my shit together completely. But one thing, I didn't want to go to sleep and wake up at seven. Right. <laughs> you know. Oops. And miss the flight to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So just to make it safe, I slept outside of security. <laughs> 
<laughs> Seriously? With, yeah. And just to make sure. At the airport. At the Phoenix. airport. I mean, for you know, five or six hours, whatever. Yeah, whatever. By the time they opened it up, then I got to go in. I had a nice breakfast. And right. I thought, I, lay, I, I, I leaned back. I put my hands behind my head. And I thought, here we go. Right? Yeah, so next thing you know, we land in Atlanta. And have you been to Atlanta Airport ever? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Do you know it's the largest airport in the United States? Absolutely not. Okay. It is. Really? And it feels... It might. It could be the largest airport in the world. I don't know, but it certainly is the largest airport in the United States, and it is unbelievable. I would have guessed O'Hare. It, it, it's bigger than O'Hare. Wow. So, Friday, get in, get settled, get set up in the hotel and everything. Check out, have a great, great dinner, a great steak place, and I see a guy from that's on the NBC LA newscast, right? It's the sport one of the sports guys from NBC LA. Okay. And he's got he's got his NBC Sports LA uh like pullover on. Really? Yeah. At like wait, nine, wait, wait, where are you? At nine thirty at a, that at the coolest steak place in Atlanta. <laughs> okay. On the first Friday night of, of the and I thought to myself, and I almost went over and said hello. You know, hey, uh, you know, I don't, you know, you know, maybe you remember me. I used to be kind of a big deal, and now I, we have a, a hit podcast. <laughs> but I couldn't bring myself to do it because if I did, I would have said to him, you know, putting that NBC Sports LA shirt on when everyone else is dressed like they're going out on Friday night would be like I wore my jersey, my college jersey, <laughs> into this place, hoping that someone would right. talk to me. You what know, are you thinking? Dude? Yeah, so I didn't. So I, I wanted. You to, couldn't bring yourself. So to I'm not prefacing that. that by you know because there's going to be a whole shitload of humble brags that's coming out here yeah, in yeah. the next 20, 30 minutes, <laughs> just so that we're on the same page. But that was the first one where I I was standing next to a quote unquote celebrity that at that moment I also you could tell he just wanted people to know who he was and talk to him. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to give you that right now. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you another story about that later where it was, I had an awkward conversation with a 10 times more famous person. Oh yeah. Where I, it, it just felt awkward. Yeah. You know, you remember when we, when we talked about the Kobe Bryant thing? I think that was last week. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It, you know, in, in certain, certain instances, you just gotta just be a little normal. I don't care how famous you are. I don't right. care how rich right. you are. I'm, but some people just can't do that, though. It, 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 they get to a point. Some where... people can, but I feel like statistically, once you become some you know over the top famous type of thing, mm -hmm. especially with now in social media, it's tough to be normal at all. Yeah. But we'll get to more about that later. But so anyway, end of Friday night, you know, get to bed early as you, as everybody knows that I would do. Um, wake up on Saturday, go to and the Andretti Racing uh, experience. So. Michael Andretti, the Andretti family, mm -hmm. huge in the racing business, mm -hmm. right? Mario. Exactly. I think they're Italian. He is the Mario of Mario Kart. I think they're Spanish. I, I think they're Mexican. <laughs> yeah. So huge deal. Basically, Dave and Buster's for adults. Full-on <laughs> race race carts, going fast. Oh, really? You have yeah, to like... sign waivers. You could get hurt. Nice. Have a great time. Then they have bowling. Like a full-on... Andretti's? Yeah, light-up bowling. And then uh, you, they actually have some stuff for kids, too, because they, they gotta, you have to bring your kids, yeah, right? Yeah, you got to bring them. them. You got to bring them. So I had a great time there. And then I, I, I went uh, went off from the for the one group that I was with and went to the Wheels Up party. So Wheels Up is a, uh, a you know private jet company where you pay a retainer, and now you have access to private aircraft that you can... Mm. And I'm only explaining it to you because... <laughs> 
because everybody who listens to the show would know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But, but it sounds like a timeshare of a... <laughs> basically. Basically, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a membership, then sure. slash timeshare, slash <laughs> overpaying for right. private air travel. For a Cessna or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or all the way up to something better. Yeah. Um, but so here's my... my I'm, I'm, the whole point of this is there's a lot of things that I could feel like was coming together from a universe standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and we talk about, we'll, we'll talk again about the end, uh, you know, the motivational and the, and the look forward, but there was so many things happening. And I, as soon as I walk into the wheels up party, I run into one of the co-founders that I had met three years ago in a hot tub at Trump national <laughs> in Florida. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're meeting, okay. Just run I, don't, the, I don't want to meet the, anyone in a And it's tub, a huge packed party. He's the first guy I run seriously. into. Seriously, I'm like, hey, it's me. He's like, hey, I'm glad you made it. Go over here. We're about to have Run DMC perform. Oh. So Run DMC is like, there was a couple lead up groups. And, you know, we had the, the Scott Van Pelt, uh, you know, Rich Eisen, uh, Mike Tirico. They all did like some interviews with some J.J. Watt, Russell Wilson, um, Saw, literally shook Evander Holyfield's hand, and no, the boxer, no, and you and you and our listeners. I like how you're saying the boxer. His was actually actually the the first name I recognized since you said Run DMC. (laughs) There was a whole big gang in there that I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, yeah, I am very aware of Evander Holyfield. So, but and and then for a reminder, you and uh, boxers, right? Yeah, I mean, how pugilists. What ever since we started, something's brewing. I've run into three of the most famous boxers on the ever. I think that's kind of cool. I think that's it's kind of random. Yeah. You're going to run into Mike Tyson on the way home tonight. I, I hope so. I'm trying to go to his uh, ranch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I just saw that uh, billboard, the Tyson t- Ranch. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know. I'm I think intrigued. it's something for cannabis. Anyway, <laughs> so I had a great, great conversation with Matt Hasselbeck. He's a he's a you know ex-NFL quarterback. He and I, that was my best conversation where I, he and I had a brief moment where you could tell – even though I never played quarterback in the NFL, but you know, he at least knew who I was, and I, I was sure. humbly, ex- you know, telling him how awesome he is and, and playing, and then on TV, and we had a great moment. And, and again, like it just like feel felt great, right? Like the the whole feeling. So then we're backstage, again at Run DMC. So what? to recap, so in twenty forty eight hours, backstage at Jake Owen, backstage right. at Run DMC. And what are you doing backstage? We there was like, like this listening whole, and did this whole VIP area because wow. uh, our friends uh, married into one of the owners of an NFL team, and we were just hanging out oh with my. him. Yeah, I mean, and he, and he's you know he didn't just marry in like it was it's 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 awesome, and he's a fantastic person. But so we had a, a you know great time then. So then we go back and get cleaned up. Um, no, wait. Well, so this isn't even nighttime yet. No, it's still daytime. This is still daytime. It was still daytime in like this industrial setting. Really? Yeah. It, it was like a, a rundown. Uh, it, it was a, a manuf- They manufactured widgets, and it was out of business. Seriously? Yeah. That it, sounds awesome. It was really cool. And another one of those step and repeats. Remember when I talked about the Sports Illustrated, where I took the picture oh, from yeah. step and repeat? Yeah. I had another step and repeat moment. Perfect. No one took any pictures of me. Damn. But you better believe I did. 
And in another picture, by the way, which was awesome, we're going to put it up on the website. They had this beautiful painting. I don't know. It was like a famous artist. I don't remember who he was. Beautiful painting of Bill Belichick, the the head coach of the uh, Patriots that was playing in the game. Yeah, yeah. In case you were wondering. <laughs> I've, um, I think I've heard of him. <laughs> so, all right. So moving on. He, he was His name was mentioned on TV uh, last Sunday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Six Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Right. Superstar. Yeah. Uh, lots of personality. <laughs> All right, so that's the day. Go get cleaned up, have a nice dinner with my hosts, and then roll out for Saturday night, hook up with some some folks I know from Chicago. And I reach out to one of my you know friends and clients, and I, he's like, hey, you got to come meet us at this crazy party. It, you know, It's off the chains. All you got to do, it's, it's late and it's packed, but all you got to do is use this name when you get to the front VIP area. Oh, so he gives you like he a gives name. me a name, you know, okay. like Kaiser Sose. Right? Okay, right. So sure. I walk to the front and I say <laughs> Kaiser Sose, <laughs> and I we get my friend and I get walked. And, and when I once I say Kaiser Sose, mm-hmm. this this nice girl gets up and says, like, "Oh, okay," and walks us through oh, so this. She knows Kaiser Sose. She knows the response to Kaiser Sose. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So walks us past all these people, like famous people that have tables that are going to are watching, and I don't even know who's playing yet. There's a musical oh, there's act. A, oh, I see. Gotcha. I, I, I don't. And you recognize these famous people. Yeah, like these are like faces you know, that you're like, yeah, oh yeah, B, you know, C plus to A minus, wow, people, right? Yeah. Like nobody, no A listers, C C C plus to B plus, no yeah. no A listers, but people that you clearly are recognizing. Oh yeah, like from X Y Z, right? Sure, you're like, sure. oh, I remember, blah, blah 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 blah. Right. Walk past all those people, crowded, security's walking us. They get us, walk us to the stage. Okay. Okay. And I finally realize who's performing. Who was it? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I'm 15 feet away from Snoop. And what is I, it with you and Snoop? And I was this close to yelling, hey, Snoop, right. I just missed you in Phoenix. <laughs> but guess what? I made it here. Hey, buddy, I'm here. Nice. Yeah. Now, hold on, hold on. I want to ask you about a word that you just used. You didn't say backstage. On stage. You said on stage. On stage. On stage. Mm-hmm. You're on stage. I swear to God. Why are you on the stage? Because Kaiser Sose owns Apparently. Atlanta. Apparently. Wow. <laughs> and a shout out to my man. So you say Kaiser Sose. And, too. You, and now you're on stage with Snoop? <laughs> yep. So so then <laughs> so then it gets better. So hold on, oh it gets better. Oh my God. So no, it can't. What are you talking about? It gets about? better. It gets no. better. So no. then Urban Meyer comes in. Okay. And he comes into our area. And Urban Meyer is one of the greatest college football coaches of all time. Uh, retired this year, Ohio State's coach, Florida's mm. coach, won multiple national championships, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and my buddy's like, oh, Urban, you come here and say no. So, wait, Urban is on stage so with now, Snoop Dogg now? Yeah. So, he comes in, he comes in after me, though. Okay. So, then <sighs> my buddy's- story's true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving out plenty. <laughs> okay. I know that's the scary yeah. listeners. That yeah. is the actual it's, scary thing. Is that the, these are these are yeah. wildly edited down from what, sure. what oh, really sure. happened. Exactly. Okay. So, so, so hold Urban on. Meyer, so you chatting. and Urban Meyer are on stage with Kaiser Sose. No, no, no. But you couldn't see us. There was enough. Oh, there was see, a. Gotcha. There was about ten people between Snoop and then us. We had this little table area, but gotcha. we're still elevated, looking oh, yeah. at the people. Yeah. We'll put. You'll see it on the website. Okay. Back to your point. You, you want proof? It's going to go yeah, up. It's all okay. right. Exactly. So, I have a full-on t- nice ten-minute conversation with Urban Meyer about playing college football, and and he's asking. He was a nice, one of the nicest guys on the planet, asking me legitimate questions because 
I've at this point I've had one-on-one conversations for anywhere from five seconds with some of these people that mm-hmm, I've mentioned mm-hmm. to you know ten minutes at the most. Right. And some of them were to my point. You, I wanted to be like, hey, are you looking at me or are you looking at somebody behind <laughs> right, me? Right, because there's clearly right, right. Like, just can you give me five seconds of your attention? Because don't, don't I'm not asking for an autograph. And right. last I checked, I was famous earlier than you were. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> certainly, certainly not famous now, but <laughs> but let's be uh-huh. like, come on, right? Like, no yeah. one ever, no one ever showed up to watch you host. An ESPN thing. There was never one hundred thousand people right. taping your show. Right, right, exactly. You, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So just give me a little more fucking right, give respect. Me anyway, Urban Meyer did, and I appreciated that. That's great, and it made me feel really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. So another crazy story. So the guy that actually in, that got me in through Kaiser Sose mm-hmm. went ended up going to Florida and ran into Urban Meyer in Florida. Two days later, <laughs> having really? dinner in Florida. Yeah. So that you follow me on some of this crazy universe shit that's happening yeah. here? Crazy. All right. So that's Saturday night. Sunday rolls around. It's Super Bowl Sunday in Atlanta, the capital of the South. Oh, yeah. Packed to the brims, the whole city. And my good buddy from Chicago gets us tailgate tickets to the NFL, the official NFL pregame party it's in a giant convention center if you bought them they're like a thousand dollars a ticket right gets us tickets we roll into this thing there was two famous acts performing dancers like you know professional dancers like you know doing jazz and lyrical and tap like like you know like your daughter would do (laughs) and you know beautiful food uh, you know, the owners, all most of the owners from the, the professional teams are there. Goodell was there, ran into multiple people that I know from all over the country in, in, a, in a room full of 30,000 people. How are you running into people you I, know? I ran, ran into our shout out to Bron from the founder of really? Believe Network. Ran into Bron. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bron. Hey, Bron. Seriously. Hey, hey Bron. How you doing? So there's only 30 million people here. But yeah. uh, oh, hey, dude. You follow me? So then so then the, 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 the headliner act is Tim McGraw. Okay. Oh, yeah. One of those so, unknown. Another country yeah. guy. But you at least have heard of him. Most well, certainly. And we're literally 15 feet away from him. And it's Jesus just it has Christ. this weird feeling about, you know, you, you I, I remember thinking the whole the whole week and I thought, all right, I'm legitimately I, I'm really on the right track. Right. Like I everything is coming together. And then I remember thinking after I was at that party. And so it's getting close to the end. You can feel like the ride's getting close to being over. Right. <laughs> I remember thinking, wow, I, I am farther than I thought in life, but not as far as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you know what I mean? You know, that makes no sense at all. And it also makes the most sense of I, anything I, I've ever heard I, in my I, life. I know. I've, I've said it uh, 50 times. And and sometimes it makes zero sense. And sometimes no, it, it makes, makes all. it makes perfect sense. Okay. Because so, I, cause I think a lot of people feel that way. If they're, yeah. Even if they're doing really well, it's still like, yeah, but. Um, yeah. You might think you're. And so it goes to my concept. I think we've talked about it before, which is, you know, one man's ceiling is another man's floor. Yeah. And and never is it more obvious where the most the biggest sporting event on the planet where you get to see the different social level levels of, uh, you know, for fame, uh, uh, success, uh, you know, money, whatever. Right. Where you, I, I, it took me 12 hours. I was depressed when I got home for at least 12 <laughs> hours. And then I looked at my wife and kids and I thought, 
I'm not depressed at all. Right. Richest you know? man in the world. Yeah. yeah. And you, you know, you, you, uh, money is definitely not everything. And that's just something right. losers say. Right. <laughs> just, just kidding. Well, it's but, not everything, but it's really awesome. Yeah. No, money's not everything, but I'd rather die in a mansion. Okay. So <laughs> exactly. let's just, let's just make sure we're on the same page there. Okay. So moving on to some actual analysis of the game. So I end up sitting, you know, I had a, you know, a couple different op- you know, seating options. Um, I end up sitting, Really close, you know, to the. Uh, I took in the beginning from a higher vantage point. Took in uh, more of the game from you know, fifth row on the ten yard line by the P- Patriots bench. Wow, and nice. Lots of people. I, I'm sure you don't know this, but again, we've said that. I've said that too many times. I'm going to try and stop that. <laughs> Everyone said that the game was boring. Yeah, but anyone that knows anything about football really would know that that game was anything but boring. And I will tell you why. So you have two of the most prolific. Well, the Rams were the, uh, one of the most prolific offenses in, in 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 the NFL this year, and the Patriots were very very good the whole season. Right. But the Rams were definitely prolific almost every game. They scored three points. Yeah. The Patriots who have multiple times scored 40 plus points and and thrown touchdowns and scored touchdowns after touchdowns they only scored 13 so even though i'm a quarterback at heart i'm a quarterback with a defensive mind and you cannot appreciate defense enough to know how much like you need to know defense and really love it and love football to appreciate that game and anyone that knows football knows how hard it is to stop those teams the way right. they did. Right, right. You know, you think about it, yeah. and, they, and everyone says, you know, offense wins games, defense wins championships. Proven again. Right. Right? Proven again. It's not, it's not accurate all the time, but proven again in this game more than anything. But even though the Rams, like people think the Rams played terrible and they, and they clearly lost the game and got outplayed and outcoached, when you have a game that close that has that little of scoring. right. How how can you make that statement? Every single (laughs) play is important. And every single, you know, in a a more, in a higher scoring game with so much back and forths, then you you can't really say things like, that was a play that lost the game. Well, you know, well, we scored another five times. Right. In this game, there was multiple plays in unison, in in you know, in progression that, were the most important play by far. And I'll give you an example. The, the, one of the Rams uh, receivers was going down. It was 10-3. Uh, to 3. The Patriots were winning in the fourth quarter, like four-plus minutes left. And they're going in to score. They had some made some nice plays. You know, the total offense was not that much skewed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, which again indicates a good game. And Goff threw a, a perfect pass. The quarterback for the Rams threw a perfect pass. And uh, Cook's dropped it but it was also a good play from the defender if he catches that pass it's 10 to 10 and there's four minutes left and that super bowl would have been considered the greatest super bowl whatever happened from that moment on (laughs) right that would have been the greatest super bowl of all time even though it was the lowest scoring super bowl of all time right you know what i mean right because what happened next was golf through an interception the patriots went down used up a bunch of clock kicked a field goal, and everyone said that was boring. Right. 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 But 
if you know football and you watch football and you appreciate football in the inches, the game of inches that it is, that was literally if the if the safety from the Patriots and I forget which exactly guy it was, it might have been Chung, um, doesn't knock that ball out of Cooks's hands, it's the greatest Super Bowl anyone's ever seen. Right. That one play. Right. A couple inches one way or the other. Yeah. And so through. many other plays were, were fantastic. And I'm a huge fan of Julian Edelman, who won the MVP, by the way. But you make such a great point, which is if the Rams played terribly, how did they hold the Patriots back for four quarters? They scored, thir- what, 13 points? Yeah. That they must have been playing the Rams must have been playing amazingly. Exactly, and and I haven't watched back, gone back and watched the whole tape because I recorded it because uh, I you know didn't get to see obviously every play uh, you know entertaining and, and and hanging out with everybody. But um, I would imagine when the Rams watch that watch that game back, they're going to be super sad. I can tell you that. Yeah. But one thing I will tell you that I wasn't surprised by the way that Sean McVay acted, but the, one of the first things he said, getting interviewed, the head coach of the Rams, is mm-hmm. he said, we got out coached. And to a certain extent, yeah, you can, you, I agree with that. But back to your point, like, well, it, if the guy would have caught the one pass and you would have won, no one would have said he no got out coached. Right. So, right. you know, you're, 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 you're taking it on the chin and we appreciate that. But I mean, not necessarily. Right. You, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like night and day you got out coached. No, and 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 everyone is is giving that point just because he said it and he threw it out there. But I would argue to your point, you don't even know anything about football. There you go. Right. It was a thirteen to three game, the lowest scoring game in history. Two unbelievable teams. They both coached extremely well. Yeah. So so anyway, the, yes, he got out coached, but not by a lot. You know, so and when you say things like yeah, I got out coached, it gives the impression that you sucked. Right. And I, I didn't like that from him. And and if I ever see him, I'm going to try and give him a little boost. Not that he's going to need it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so guy. I did have money on the game, though. I was so I was rooting for the for the Rams. Remember, I bought them at 15 to one. Oh, yes. So I lost like twenty eight hundred bucks or I didn't win twenty eight hundred, mm. even though, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't lose that much, but I would have won twenty eight hundred. But then I have such a man crush on Tom Brady, as I've mentioned yes. before. I know people listening either love him or hate him, but you know, he's, he's what are you going to do? I mean, he's, he's just, so dreamy. He's the best. So anyway, so before I before I get into to the, the the last segment, I want to make one more comment about the whole Super Bowl smash because we're getting we're getting late on time here. So on the flight home, I'm sleeping for a little while sitting next to this guy i take a little nap i wake up it's a decent flight direct flight from atlanta to la and uh he starts talking to me he's a writer uh in in hollywood he has done some stuff you you and i have heard of and he makes a comment to me about and i told him oh yeah i started reading again you know we've talked about that Mm -hmm. i love Mm -hmm. to read blah 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 he goes do you ever read while you're listening to the to this to the book and follow along but speed up the audiobook Okay. Interesting. And it, 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 I was like, man, we're at 35,000 pe- feet. You're, you're freaking me out here. Right. Well, did you, what did you just say? And he right. goes, no, you got to listen to it at two times the speed. Okay. But follow, follow the words. And then he, he made the comment. And he was a quirky writer, right? You know how writers are. Right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're unique. Mm-hmm. Right? They're different. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not athletes. <laughs> they're not. No. So, and he says that, and I tried it. Holy shit. I try. It's unbelievable. Yeah. In the way he, the way he brought it up, he, it, 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 it has a piece of. It's almost like learning. An, 
he described it as learning another language. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you learn another language or you read in another language, it's similar to that sort of phenomenon yeah. where you, you know, things are not exactly the same as English, but if you can understand another language fairly well, then you kind of get you can what- start to write. Yeah, but, it, but it's also a little different than what you and I think of when I read an English book, right? If I was fluent in French. Right. So- it goes faster, so you have right. to keep up faster, and you have to almost go back and read a little bit of the sentence before. As you're still listening, it it pushes you almost. It pushes, in my opinion, it pushes your mind like an athlete would push his body getting ready for a game. Interesting, and I love that. Yeah, you know, I love that kind of thing. Yeah, and I, hopefully, our listeners can appreciate that kind of thing. That's very interesting because one of the one of the first things they say when you're trying to learn to speed read is to not. Um, I don't know the term for it, but not read in your brain, not not say the words in your mind. It's just like look at like at just pieces look of at words. the words and look at the sentences and and it kind of just sort of accept them. And, that, and that's the reason why and I was so listening. Is that to what him. part of this training is? Is sort and of that's exactly what he said. I, I, and, I, in that direction. and I said to him, I would love to be able to speed read so that I wouldn't have to spend so much freaking time. Right. Right. And he's like, well, this is the first step. I think he's like I don't know I'm not a speed I've reader. I've never heard that, but it sounds it, ma- it like makes it sense work. to me. If I can train my mind to follow the, or maybe you can't. I don't know. All right. So anyway, enough about trying to speed read. I'll let you know how I how Please I do, do on that in a couple of weeks. Please but do. so I want to move into the last segment and introduce something new. It's called Brooklyn's Bridge. So you know, as you know, our oldest daughter Brooklyn, and I wanted to bring her in, but I felt like having her on the show would be a, you know all of, all of a sudden take away from you know the uh, the edginess, right? Yeah. But I didn't want to not give her credit for coming up with the Brooklyn's Bridge, which is going to be uh, allowing us to cross over. You get it Brooklyn's to the last Bridge. part of the show. Sure, for the last part yeah. of the show. We hope you stay here because afterwards. Now you're going to know. Nice. You follow me? I'm following She you. didn't make all that up. I made up the rest. But as soon as she said Brooklyn's Bridge, I was like, done. Ding. Done. Right. So, okay. So moving on. Remember at the beginning or finishing up. Sorry, not moving on, finishing up. Yes. So as we remember, the pause laws are, we're out of the pause laws. Mm-hmm. Okay. We did all seven. Mm-hmm. As a recap, keep a positive attitude at all times. Don't forget to pause and reflect. Always position yourself for success. Never play possum. Everyone needs some apostles. Remember a round of a pause and feel the pause and effect. So before I move on, my whole point of when I've been talking about the universe, I was feeling the pause and effect Were you? over that Bet. Super Bowl smash. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. It was unbelievable. All right. So you remember I mentioned Cruise for Congress earlier? Mr. Robert Cruz. Yes. Yeah, so, so Mr. Robert Cruz is uh, a lifelong friend. I met him when I was in a second or third grade. He's a year older than me. And, and when I say he's a five foot, ten and a half Puerto Rican from Chicago, I, I'm pro- he's probably five, nine and a half. Mm. But he was my quarterback mentor from <laughs> the time I was in third grade throughout pretty much my whole playing career. But he was wow. a year he was a year older than me in the Pop Warner program, and we had a fantastic Pop Warner program. Shout out to the Mustangs. He and I actually got inducted inducted to the Hall of Fame recently, and we both gave seriously. It, yeah, we both gave a great speech. He read his speech though. I actually gave mine off the top of my head. Um, so we can maybe we'll get him on the show later. We can ask him what he thought about that. But th- <laughs> when I say that this kid, this guy, friend of mine molded me into the football player quarterback slash person that I am today. Uh, besides my parents, mm-hmm. it, it, mm-hmm. 
anyone that's closer to me in an age, he's molded me more than any other human on the planet. Wow. And I will never forget him taking me under his shoulder, under he putting me his arm around me when I was in fourth grade and he was in fifth grade, telling me not not like things about how to run an offense or how to like make a handoff. You're in fourth grade. He was talking to me about leadership and motivation and and shit that you don't talk about in fourth and fifth grade. How does he know this in fourth because and fifth grade? Because he's an old soul, yeah. right? He's just an old soul and he's a unique human being. So when I say he's going, he's running for Congress in, the, in a metropolitan district in Chicago, I mean it. We don't know exactly when, mm. but so we came up with, so we, we were asking him, you know, what's your tagline going to be? You know, so, I mean, this, we're talking about this guy almost died of cancer in his late 20s. Oh, wow. Right? Really? So he's got that sort of that second take on life on top of the on fact that the he's one soul? of the best human beings on the planet. Yeah. You okay. follow me? Yeah. So we we asked him, what, what's your what's going to be your tagline? And uh, you know, my buddy Tori and I, and he goes, Cruz, vote Cruz. Why not? <laughs> and, and Tori- That's the spirit. Yeah, and Tori and I look at him and we think, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> so Tori, after a few minutes, comes up with a- f- awesome idea and this gets into the end of the show as you know like okay. I, I ramble but I always get to the you point you always stick the land I, I, I end up yeah I always get somewhere so Tori just kind of looks at us and this was at the Run DMC concert by the way and he looks at us and he goes cruise for a cause and it was like Run DMC stopped the music and like looked it over at us and said that's it <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it was it, it was the coolest moment ever. And I immediately remember it. So like, and, and he's fine. I'm not trying to steal it, Tory Thunder or Robert Thunder. But I was, I was, I've always talked about pause for a cause. So cruise for a cause and then pause for that cause. Right. 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 And I can't wait to help make this guy, uh, you know, become a congressman because he's going to become a congressman. Yeah. And then he could easily become, he could easily become a congressman. And then after that, who knows? Okay. Right. Uh, Barack Obama was a single term senator and became president. Mm-hmm. You know, Donald Trump is president. Okay. <laughs> Look at who the Democrats are going to be throwing out there. Okay. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like, come on. The right? CEO of Starbucks. Yeah. CEO, CEO of Starbucks <laughs> is actually probably thinks more alike than all of us. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he's the one that thinks like most of the country, right. but he's not all the way that way or all the way that way. Right. So heaven forbid he would win because right. why would we have someone that thinks like all of us? No, 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 that no, would make no, 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 no sense. No. Yeah. I, we need an extremist. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, just because I, I, I don't want to kill, have late term abortion right. doesn't. And I think that gay people can get married. Does that make, what does that make me? <laughs> A wackadoo. Yeah. Like well, exactly. <laughs> that makes me like everybody else. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So, but the point of that was, in, in, in bringing back the concept of cruise for a cause. So, you know, I'm in sales, you know, you all have to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and throughout the weekend, I, 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 there wasn't, there was times where I had fantastic connections with people. And there was times when I, I could have been talking to a brick wall, you know, <laughs> and, and, and when you think about, you know, in the sales process or getting to, uh, you know, to know people more. And, and remember when we've talked about this in sort of the, you know, the buckets of life, and sort of slowing yes. it down a little bit yeah. and, and, and getting more involved with the day-to-day, like not so much what's on your phone type of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I've, I have found over, the to- over my, my years that 
you know, giving back, you know, it will, will only help you go forward, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, whatever you, wherever you're, you're with people, whatever you're going to do and wherever you are, but focus on where you're giving back and you will get back. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. It's one of those things that, that I hear people talk about every once in a while and it sounds so uh, counterintuitive. Yeah. But I hear it over and over again. It's got to be true. It, 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 right? I feel like it is. And, and that's the whole point of cruise for a cause, pause for a cause, whatever. Meaning that it's like when you, when you hear someone say, what can I do for you? Right. Most, like that, that has an, uh, in, in most of the time that has a, a sarcastic, what can I do for you? <laughs> You're like, well, I don't know. Yes. You can stop being an asshole. Right. But when you take and you say, you literally say, what can I do for you? Right. You know, and that's like finding a cause. Right. And, 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 and just giving that, it, it doesn't matter what it is. I, I tried to be on a board of directors for a private high school for four years. I tried to give as much as I could, but it wasn't necessarily ready for me to be given all of it. And they weren't ready to take me, you know? Yeah. But I, I feel like if you focus on that more, and besides the fact that I'm tying it back to what happened at the Super Bowl <laughs> and the fact that this right. could, this is the, the actually the coming out party. For our buddy running for Congress. Right. So, like I said, give back and see what you get back. Period. So, anyway. Oh, wow. I told you that was going to be... I felt like that was a great show, but I feel bad it was long. I don't know how you survive these weekends, by the way. Well, you know, uh, a lot of good rest. Yeah. Um, I don't drink hard alcohol. That that helps, to be honest. (laughs) Really? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm sorry it was a little long, but like I said, Dan, we had a lot to talk about. And you I had felt a lot like to give. I had a lot. <laughs> you know what? Your timing is good. Your timing is good. <laughs> so have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. And remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing, baby. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.